Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 86. So, today, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about the shit show that is our astrological world right now. Um, Mars is in retrograde. And specifically, Mars is in retrograde in Aries. Yikes. So, while I am not, and I repeat, I am not (laughs) an expert on astrology, I read shit and I try to retain it, and I am not, repeat, 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 not an expert. But this is the things that I have researched about this specific period that we're going through. Um, I found it very pertinent for my own life, so I kind of wanted to share with you what um, what I got from it, what I'm learning from it, and how you can learn from it too, and maybe not end up in jail for beating the crap out of somebody or doing something like that, because um, I know we're all feeling frustrated and pissy, and it's easy to become triggered right now, so before I started, I wanted to make sure that you guys are aware that Shelly Leggett of Lavender Potions is having a huge event um, on the 19th. It's an online thing. It's a beautiful gathering. It's going to be um, a, a circle of beautiful souls, and there are tickets left. It's going to be, I believe she's having it, a woman identifying. Like, if you identify as woman or female, um, then this group is totally for you. It's going to be um, where you can um, be seen, be heard by other women. She's going to take you through the process of kind of working through some of your stuff. And we've got four of us that are also helping with the event. Um, And she's got all of that information on her website, lavenderpotions.com. So head over there if you would like more information about that. And while you are around on the internet, head over to my website, witchywomanpodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, and you can see each of our beautiful three sponsors for our Patreon group, WW Coven, here on Facebook. Click on each one of their pages for more information. We have Brandy Burrow of Brandy Burrow uh, Astrology and Tarot. We have uh, Rena Dwelly, of Holistic Healing Therapeutics, and as I spoke uh, just a little bit before, we have uh, Shelly Leggett of Lavender Potions. So check them out. They are a bunch of beautiful, intuitive souls that have tons of different um, kind of divination and reading services for you, as well as energy work, astrology. If they all three of them or offer something uh, very unique for you, so please, please check them out. Um, even going to their page, clicking on the page and hanging out for a little bit helps them... Um, get their get their page seen and google loves that so that helps them out too just by going and reading through their stuff um and speaking of the coven if you'd like to join that click on join the coven on the very front page of my website which you womanpodcast.com just click on join the coven it will take you to where you can die, uh, try uh, whichever tier you like. Um, any of them get you into our coven. We have classes. We have weekly and bi-weekly online um, live videos and interactive stuff. So check it out. There's a lot going on right now in that group. So um, I want to say thank you to all the beautiful coven members. I think we're over 100 at this point or close to it. And I want to appreciate every or express my appreciation for every one of you guys. I you're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful souls. And I love sharing that space with you. And if you hear meows in the background, that is Milton 
my giant brown kitty cat fighting with the new one, which we have decided to name Cotton. Uh, he's that little white kitten with the flame points. So <laughs> we're such nerds. So the reason we decided to name him Cotton was because my husband had been watching Dodgeball. It's a ridiculous, like over the top um, comedy. It's funny. But anyway, one of the characters, it's a min minor character. It's not even like in much of the show at all. It's just kind of towards the end. There's a character named Cotton, and we didn't even name him after the character. It was because one of the other characters kept saying F and A, Cotton, F and A. And I don't know why, but it stuck. So his name is Cotton. Not after a cotton ball, but after Dodgeball's character that said about the character Cotton. Fuck. Anywho. <laughs> That's how ridiculous we are. Holy crap. We can't have like animals with normal names. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about <laughs> the dumpsters, dumpster fire that is our country's complete shit show, right? Um, what I'm hoping, what I want to talk about is Mars and retrograde and how this is affecting all of us. So it's what, what I'm seeing, I guess, in this country, I know you guys are all over the world, but I can only speak from my experience in this country. So right now, this country, <laughs> I'm hoping this is our tower moment. This, you know, the tower card is where every, everything metaphorically tumbles down and you're stripped away to nothing so that you can rebuild. So I'm hoping that we can rebuild our country and leave behind all of the old bullshit narratives and just be better damn human beings. <laughs> um, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one, but I really am hoping that we can come out a better country at some point because of all the crap that's happened. Hopefully we're learning our lessons and, and moving forward um, better so that as a country we can start healing the things that we need to start working on. Um, so, oh gosh, they're fighting really loud. You guys stop. Um, <laughs> so anyway, what would be more awesome, and this is sarcastic awesome, than a pandemic is, or, or the west side of our country perpetually being on fire, or hurricanes and tropical storms, and a volatile election? Let's lump Mars in retrograde all over that, uh, disaster soup. Um, so yeah. So why not add some supercharged energy to push all this shit even farther, right? Oh my god, now the cotton, no, ow, ow, he's stuck to my back. No! He, like, jumped off the bed where he was fighting Milton and launched himself at my chair and then jumped on my back and proceeded to put all his claws in my shoulder. That was super fun. Thanks, dude. Anyway, where was I? Oh, retrograde. Okay, so what is retrograde anyway? I know I've talked about this during the Mercury retrograde episode. Ow, 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 sorry. Kidding, no. He just launched himself and stuck in my thigh. Dude. Anyway, we may not be able to podcast with Cotton in the room. <laughs> ow, Jesus. Okay, anyway. <laughs> So retrograde is when a planet appears to be moving backwards to us on Earth because planets move around the sun at different speeds. So Mars is in retrograde from September 9th to November 13th. So what the fuck does that mean for us? Oh boy. So let's start with what Mars influences and what it rules astrologically. So um, according to uh, cafeastrology.com, Mars... The god of war is the ruler of Aries. 
in astrology, Mars is the planet of energy, action, and desire. So <laughs> that little Aries part, it, part is super important later, and we're going to talk about that in a bit, but not right now. <laughs> so let's talk about Mars. So think of Mars as affecting the human emotions of like aggression, sexual desires. And we're talking not love. We're talking about lust, like your primal sexual urges um, and your survival instincts. Um, so this is an instinctual planetary energy. So think like um, as in we is an act before you think type energy. So it's 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 compulsive. How impulsive was what I meant? The, t the cat hasn't... Hang on. I got to stop this. He's got my freaking ponytail. Holy... He was... <laughs> he had a hold of my head and then slid down to my ponytail and was like hanging on of off of it like Indiana Jones swinging around the back of my chair. It was kind of not awesome. Anyway, <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh, yes. So it's Mars is a act before we think type energy. Sounds like a perfect recipe for disaster, right? <laughs> well, not always. Uh, Mars energy can be what pushes us to do better in our lives. So the drive to act on our passions and ideas. The negative side of Mars would be um, over aggressive behavior, being pushy or you know, letting your anger get out of control and being super, super impulsive. Like very rash decisions would be the negative aspects. So Mars will make us look at our projects, the things in motion, and also those things that we've put off that we need to get started or finished. That's what like direct Mars energy feels like. In a retrograde, it will internalize that injury in injury energy and turn it around. So the energy that drove you to make a decision and act on things could now, <laughs> that same energy turned inward can create tension and make us second guess our actions and even our intentions. So we end up in this like weird cycle of um, self-doubt and non-action. It can create dissonance within yourself and your ability to ability to follow your intuition because it can amplify those ego-based human reactions to things. And we know that ego has no place <laughs> in intuition, right? Um, this can also, Mars in retrograde can also create paranoia, distrust, and isolation. I have felt all three of those emotions lately quite a bit, and they have me second-guessing everything and everyone right now. And I absolutely loathe it. I really, really hate feeling like this. I feel like I should like dig a hole and just hang out in a bunker, like hang out there until this is over. And that won't help me at all, but that's what it has me feeling like is what's the safest option for me and everyone around me. So just for a second, let's go back to that little Mar or that little Aries bit, okay? So Mars, Mars is planetary ruler. Mars is the planetary, bleh, can't fucking speak right now. It's a, the planetary ruler of the sign Aries. Aries is a fire sign and fire is an action element. So did we catch that? So I'm going to say it slower so you can, <laughs> because I kind of fumbled over my words and this is important to know. So Mars is the planetary 
ruler of the zodiac sign Aries. Aries is a fire sign and fire is an action element. <laughs> so all of, just think of a visual just for a second. So we have Mars in retrograde, which makes us feel the negative aspects of that. It's making us feel triggered and pissy and self-doubt self is, is bubbling up and we have distrust. So then we basically just set it all on fire with Aries, right? We're just gonna pour gasoline on this fire. So Aries is the first sign in the zodiac and it signifies beginnings. It's the very beginning of, of the zodiac um, uh, signs. The sign lends action and purpose to your life. But didn't I just mention that Mars in retrograde will cause you to feel indecisive and pissy? Why, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. So we have Mars doing its thing backwards, or it's not really backwards, but it's in retrograde. And now it, that is in Aries, the sign Aries. That is also an action sign. And we are trying to work through how and what we want to take an action on right now. And you, so that makes you be feeling possibly... Um, like frustrated and impatient <laughs> about a lot of things in your life right now because we have all this swirling weird energy going on. Um, so if you are feeling like that, then welcome to the club because <laughs> from just my social media feeds and friends, it's a common mix of emotions for the moment. So I am not, again, I'm not in any way an astrology expert in any of this this is just how this is the, these are the things that I have got from reading about it and this little bit I'm going to share is just my intuition speaking uh, okay so from this little bit I, I'm just going to talk about some things and this is what I'm feeling as I'm reading this I'm like oh my gosh so I was reading about how Aries is the first sign and how it can signify a new cycle and beginnings so Maybe this shitty dumpster fire energy is a way for us to have sort of a new beginning. So letting some of our more negative emotions bubble up and face our egos, we're facing all that negative ego bullshit. That can allow for us to let go of things that no longer serve us, um, some false narratives, ego-driven behaviors, toxic relationships, and maybe even jobs that are just no longer fulfilling us in certain areas. It's a chance to start new moving forward with purpose-driven action. That's what I kept hearing in my head was purpose-driven action. Because we have, you know, there's action. You may be just tossing a ball all over the place, but purpose-driven tossing a ball is hitting a bullseye, right? Or at least trying to. So it's a pretty interesting coincidence that, or is it a coincidence that Mars retrograde in Aries is during our U.S., our United States election. <laughs> And it ends not long after our presidential election day here. So um, I'm hoping so much that this energy can promote some serious change in the right direction. There's so much freaking chaos and mistrust and hate and just it's a shit show here in the U.S. And I don't know how much more the country is itself or any of us as individuals can take. Either way, it's a new start for the U.S., a new, a new cycle for our leadership, no matter who wins, no matter what happens, I am making this new cycle for myself. I can't control anyone else. I can only control how we react to what's happening. So I'm making this new cycle for me. Um, 
I'm facing these triggers within myself that Mars is like basically just shoving in my face, <laughs> right? So my therapist's name is Bob and he, he's, he's really great and he has been a huge re reason that I am not just like losing my damn mind right now. Um, I'm able to, to kind of like bounce my thoughts off of him, even if it's like way not what he, like he knows nothing about astrology or all this witchy woo woo. He just listens and that's fine. Um, but I can bounce my thoughts off of him and like say the things out loud that I need to say. Um, I can say what I'm pissed about and how it makes me feel. I can say who I'm pissed about, right? I'm able to work through some things basically with a spotter. Um, and that's awesome. It takes, what I didn't realize, what this is also taking pressure off of my husband. Um, I didn't know I was putting pressure on him when I confided in him, he said, you know, I had him talk to me about it. And he said, it was like, I was venting and talking in circles to him and not with him. And this made him feel like, you know, kind of shitty because he wasn't able to help me, let alone he couldn't understand half the crap I was yapping about anyway. Um, and that made him frustrated that he couldn't help and upset that I wasn't articulating what I felt clear to him. Um, I still talk to my husband about my life. Um, just, I, I guess I've learned that I have to talk with him and not to him and I share what I want to. Um, and I have learned that I don't have to share every thought I have in my head in order to be, in order to honor the trust, I guess I want to say, of our marriage. I think I was just giving him too much. He didn't need all that crap that goes on in my head. Like, I don't have to share everything. And I think I had like this, I needed permission. That's one thing that I learned. I felt like I had to share everything because if I didn't, then I would be, um, you know, keeping something from him, keeping a thought or keeping an idea or keeping, you know, whatever it was in my head away from my husband. And therefore I was being a bad wife. And what Bob kind of showed me was that there are, your thoughts are yours. So my thoughts are mine. I don't have to share them with anybody. They're mine, right? Um, I share parts of my life with different people and the person I share most of my life is, with is my husband. And I share all the things, I just don't share all the white noise in between, if that makes any sense. Because I don't hardly understand the white noise and when I try to verbalize that white noise to him, he's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? So it doesn't do anybody any good, but Bob can listen to my white noise and and I love that. It's great. Um, so that's my thoughts on on some of what's going on. Um, I wanted to share something. So all of this planetary stuff's going on. And yesterday, so on my on my husband's birthday. Oh, by the way, thank you for all the Coven members for texting. Like everybody that texted my husband. Uh, to say happy birthday. He was so damn excited and tickled pink to hear everybody uh, wish him happy birthday. So thank you very, very much. You totally made his day. <laughs> so that night on his birthday, we got a phone call from my daughter and she um, had visited. So this is, first of all, she had came um, to Nebraska on Friday and visited friends about an hour and a half from here. And she was supposed to come see us Saturday and ended up wanting to spend time with them more and or Sunday she was supposed to. And it was Brad's birthday and it really disappointed him that she kind of bounced on us. So we were kind of feeling pissed off <laughs> and a little butthurt. I was upset that, you know, she missed out on wishing him a happy birthday in person and all that stuff. But anyway, 
So that's the energy we got going on at this point. And then she calls and she's like, um, I went to visit granddad, my dad, um, which is about an hour from here. And she says, my, my car broke down and granddad has me back at the house, but I'm going to have to do something about my car. So anyway, the first, you know, a first like total Mars and retrograde reaction, we both were like, get off the phone and we're just pissed. We're like, is it really real? Is she making it up? Cause she wants a new car because that's been like the theme for the past six months. I need a new car. I need a new car. And we told her, you have to drive that thing until you can't drive it anymore. Like, we're not spending money on a new vehicle unless we absolutely don't need one. (laughs) Or we do need one, right? So anyway, that's our knee-jerk reaction. And then afterwards, we're both like, okay. We calm down. We're like, all right, it is a freaking old piece of junk. (laughs) It probably is dead. And so that's, anyway. So we went there yesterday to Dad's. And Brad looked at the vehicle. And it was... It was no bueno. It was bad. <laughs> so we went car shopping with Maddie and she and I are both. So we have all this energy going on and we have our background and all the crap that's happened with our family this year. So I was a little nervous for all of us to be in the car, especially car shopping, um, because that's kind of a stressful, weird energy anyway. So we go to like the local car place and there's really nothing there so we ended up having to drive another hour out of our way to go to like the bigger town that has all of the dealerships in it and so Maddie and I are both super like when we work with a salesman on anything we're very straightforward we're no bs type shoppers and matt brad is the opposite of us he's super easygoing don't make anybody mad blah 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 anywho so add in all this Mars in retrograde Aries energy and um, the salesmen, let's just say they got to run for their money. Um, Maddie wasn't pulling any punches and she called every single bit of bullshit. So she is a, she loves vehicles. She loves um, learning about them and working on them. She actually works at a car dealership. So she has the actual, um, she has knowledge and my husband is, can like fix anything. So Between the two of them, they know a lot about vehicles. I know diddly squat. So I really was just there for like, okay. Um, So anyway, I decided, because I already kind of wasn't in a good mood. Because I, like, I would, if somebody was like, I'll pull out your big toenail. Or you can go vehicle shopping for like six hours. I'd be like, pull out my fucking toenail. That'll heal. I'm done with it. Wrap it up. I'm good. Anywho. That's how much I hate vehicle shopping. So I decided I'd just hang out in the car. I brought Pablo with me. Um, I sat in the vehicle and I saved all the salesmen my shitty attitude because I knew I was just going to get irritated. So I, I, I was not in the mood to like filter anything. So um, it did end in a good decision to to get one of the used vehicles that she chose. It was it was a really good day, but oh my god, the longest day ever. I'll, I I saw our family dynamic like work through what could have been a super volatile type day and deal with it really well together. 
I knew I wasn't in a good place emotionally, so I just watched um, Bailey Sarian. <laughs> I watched uh, makeup mo uh, videos and uh, different kind of witchy videos and listened to, and then when Maddie and Brad would come back in the car, I'd listen to Maddie vent about how, you know, being treated like she knew nothing was pissing her off and she was tired of being um, overlooked because she's female. Like the salesman kept talking to Brad and not her and it was really pissing her off. So. I allowed her to be heard and seen and just allowing her that space. She was able to get all of that out and then kind of go, okay, recenter and get onto the next dealership with a lot better uh, energy <laughs> than when she got in the car. Um, and me just chilling out allowed Brad to do his thing and be the father figure that she needs. Um, he helped her navigate the whole car buying experience and they got to, to kind of bond over something. So that was kind of cool too, right? We were even able to talk about some of the stuff that has happened this year with, with Maddie and how she left and accused accused me of all the stuff she did. We actually were able to at least start to talk about it, which is a huge thing. And for me, it was, it's just like, I felt like I could breathe a little better. Um, I needed to feel seen and I didn't even have to ask for it. So for me, that was big. That was huge for me. Like, I felt, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel so much better. And it just all worked out that way. Like, it just all worked out when we were talking about it. So, it was kind of cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud that our little family, for, for being able to make strides in healing a super deep wound that, that this year has brought to us. Right? Um, so, anyway. It was a really good day and I learned that I don't always have to take action. Sometimes not taking action is an action in itself, if that makes any sense. So by me not being really involved in this vehicle, like any of the decisions, I didn't go look at stuff with them. By me not taking action on that, it allowed those two the freedom to do their thing. And so that's an important lesson I learned. Anyway. <laughs> So Mars in retrograde can actually be a learning tool for us, right? It can show us where we are triggered and force us to face that truth. And it can really suck to see that. But we can use this as an opportunity to learn more about ourselves. It should, mar this, this whole time period, I think it's like 10 weeks, um, it really, really can teach you quite a bit about yourself. And as I say this, <laughs> um, I have been experiencing oh, so much. So it has been harder to bite my tongue and keep my emotions in check every day for the last, oh, it has been so hard for me. Like for at least a week, I would say five to seven days, I've, I've really been, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like I have this like, this rumbling fire in my belly that's just going to burst through my chest at some point. I get so irritated and pissy with some things. Um, but <laughs> um, I journal. There are things you can do. So I journal. So that provides me with a way to get all of the feelings and thoughts out of my head in black and white without, you know, ending up in jail by act because I would have acted on any of that stuff. Um, it... It really does help. I, I reread my entries every few days to evaluate what I was feeling because, so I don't, like if I wrote something today, 
in my journal about all of this crap that I'm mad about or if I got triggered, I won't look at it probably. So today's Tuesday. I probably wouldn't look at it again until like Thursday or Friday because I need it to cool down. And if it's an issue that's still hot on Friday, I still won't look at it. I'll wait. Um, because I'm just, it's just going to be like fueling my hate fire if I reread it while I'm still triggered. <laughs> you know, it's just like, ooh, I'm valid, I'm validating myself. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, the wrong way to do that. Um, so yeah, I've blown up. I've spun out more in the last five days than I have done in a long time. Like <laughs> seriously, I have one hell of a temper. Um, I, I do. I don't know. I mean, you guys don't aren't with me behind closed doors, but, and I'm not that way as much anymore, but man, I used to have one hell of a temper, and this last, this retrograde is really bringing it out, and most of the time I can keep it under check, but lately, man, I have been in a burn it all down type of energy for me, like, like, fuck it, I just want to end all, you know, end relationships uh, here, you know, all over the place, I want to, you know, just, burn all the bridges I possibly can and I have to really not do that because <laughs> that's not very smart of me. So anywho, what this period does is make us look at our life and our actions and impulses, impulses and it asks us to chill out for a bit, pause before acting, which is opposite what Mars Direct feels like. Um, this is an opportunity to take a pause before we move forward. And I love this quote from um, cafeastrology.com. I think it's cafeastrology.com. Anyway, um, I'm going to post all the stuff in the show notes. Um, the article is talking about what Mars retrograde can do for us. And here's the quote. Quote, we can more clearly see the differences between what we feel, what we should do, and what we want to do. And this can lead to greater insight into how we've been managing our lives. I'm going to say that again. This is what retrograde can do for you. We can more clearly see the differences between what we feel, what we should do, and what we want to do. I, lo I've, I read that and it was like the key to surviving this cycle. It feels like we've been trying to solve for X in this stupid algebra problem and finding all of the wrong answers. We've been given apple and grape instead of what we need. You know, we need a, we need a letter and it's pissing me off. Um, I found all the wrong answers, <laughs> but that statement feels like that is X for us. It is how we can find our answers to what Mars and retrograde equals. <laughs> and I absolutely loved it. Um, so that just, a, I'm using that as a journal prompt. I'm gonna say it again. That way, in case you're writing something, you want to write it down, you can. Mars and retrograde can teach us. This is what it can teach us. That we can, we can more clearly see the differences between what we feel, what we should do, and what we want to do. Okay? So I'm going to break that into what do I feel? And I'm going to put a journal about it. I'm going to write down what do I think it should do. when I'm. And this is going to be centered around decisions or things in your life. Like what should I feel about this relationship? Do what I want to do. Um, I'm going to write those things down. What do I feel like I want to do about, I'm just going to use this. It's not a good example. But what? how do I feel about painting my room? <laughs> what do I feel about it? What should I do? What should I do about it? And what do I want to do about it? Um, 
what do I feel? Like, I don't want to take the time to paint this room, but I hate the, like, ugly puke color that it is, right? What I should do is paint it a light neutral color that brightens up the room. What do I want to do? I want to paint it all black and make this my gothic room, okay? Just using that as like an example of how I'm going to journal this. So what are the things you can do? What are the, what are some of the things we can do to keep us centered and calm right now? (laughs) And I'm not meaning suppress any kind of uh, emotions because suppressing and spiritual bypassing is not the, that's not the answer. Okay. Um, you got to face your shit and you're going to feel emotion, but to help deal with that kind of thing, people are not going to like this. I'm going to, it's meditation, 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 meditation. <laughs> I'm going to piss people off and trigger some of you by saying this statement, but I'm going to do it anyway. Everyone has time to meditate. Okay. Um, Do you take showers? Do you go to bed? Do you have three minutes that you play on your phone? (laughs) If you do, then you have time to meditate. I often meditate in the shower just for a few minutes. I visualize the water cleansing my energetic body and all of the negative bullshit rinsing down the drain. Even just listening to the water in silence for a bit is a great start to a meditation practice. Um, in bed, before you go to bed, like pop in some earbuds, put a meditate, a guided meditation in, lay down and fall asleep to it. That's fine. That's a meditation. You're, you're listening to it and then you fall asleep. Um, your sub, your subconscious is always listening. So your subconscious gets the benefit of that guided meditation, whether you're awake or not. Okay. Yes. Also, some of you have kids. Some of you live in a small space where you don't have much alone time. You work a shitload. But everyone has three minutes a day. Okay? Meditation doesn't have to be 45 minutes with incense, a beautiful boho looking cushion, candles all over, and a Buddha statue. <laughs> Meditation is what it is for you. That's it. Um, so if, just make it what you want it to be. What, what, does it, what fits in your life? Um, And if you are committed to making your life better, um, this is a great way to take some action on it. What else can we do? Grounding. Get outside. If you can't, then sit by a window and observe what's what's outside. Open the window unless you're over on the west side of our country and it's like cloudy and shitty out. Don't open the window. (laughs) Okay, you're going to not like the air. Um, But feel like sit by the window. How does the sun feel on your skin? Is it cloudy? Then how do the clouds look to you? Are there any birds? What do you hear? If you're in the city, you're going to hear city sounds, but that in itself is going to be grounding. You're going to sit there, you're going to close your eyes, you're going to listen to what's around you. And that in itself is a meditation. Um, There are grounding meditations on YouTube as well. Just search grounding meditation, grounding music. There's music geared toward working with your root chakra would would that would be great right now because everybody's all over the place and mars in retrograde is going to dislodge or upset that safety feeling um so root chakra is where you feel safe secure that sort of stuff so work on that um also journal what pisses you off like i said it's a great tool uh this points you to what is triggering 
what's irritating you, and sometimes that's pretty helpful in dealing with anger and frustration. Also, keep a gratitude journal. This is good for all the time, but especially right now. I write down four or five things I'm grateful for daily in a separate journal. It's just all by itself, that's my gratitude journal. Um, It reminds myself that there's always something good. Um, It helps, like, when I sit down and have to do that, I can be in the worst, down in the dumps, pissy mood, and that's kind of like a pattern interrupt. It makes your brain reroute and think of something else. Anything else is better than if you're feeling like shit. So it reminds you that something, always something is good, and there's always something to be grateful for. So one entry, just just to share her a little bit, one entry I had on a particularly bad day was, I, I put these entries, I put, I just put like a, I write down one, two, three, four, five, and I put five things. Coffee, because <laughs> always coffee. I'm grateful for coffee. I put down comfortable underwear, <laughs> because as a 40, 41-year-old big booty woman, um, comfortable underwear that doesn't ride up my ass is very important. Um, I also put down, uh, as my third one, headphones to shut out the noise across the street because I live across from the courthouse. There's people coming in out all the time. A lot of times there's arguments out there. They'll sit out and visit and my dog's here and I'll bark and it's just annoying. So I'll just put on headphones and listen to music um, to drown them out. (laughs) Number four, (laughs) this is bad. Number four on my list to be grateful for was loud music to piss off the people across the street (laughs) because when they're so loud that the headphone option doesn't work, I'll open all my windows and turn on like the loudest like metal music I can find and mine to get my anger out I love to listen to bands like in this moment I will turn that up really loud and just jam and they have to hear it. Um. So yeah. Oh, number five. I put uh, watermelon as my number five because I'm obsessed with watermelon. I fucking love that. It's the best. I have eaten so much watermelon in the last two months. I don't know if anybody's like does that whole, if you crave a whole bunch of this kind of food, what does it mean for your body? I don't know what it means for me, but I love watermelon and I can't get enough. So anyway, that's what I put down. (laughs) Um, And I said it was a gratitude list. Not that I wasn't petty sometimes. <laughs> so um, just anything. Just write. It's a great, great tool. Even if you're not, if you don't think you're good at it, it's still something that you can do for yourself. It's self-care. Well, that's all the kind of wisdomy stuff I've got for you about, about things that are going on right now. I'm, you're not alone. If you're all kinds out of whack if you just feel wonky and shitty and mad this is common so it's okay feel what you gotta feel um I don't want you to think that I ever suggest um stuffing your emotions away that is not okay that creates a lot of problems um energetically and emotionally within your body um and your life so don't do that feel what you gotta feel just make sure you're feeling things in a healthy way and that you have support Um, I have a therapist. I have good friends that I can talk to if I need to. I have friends that are in the witchy community, in the spiritual community. So when I have a spiritual problem, I can go to them. I don't necessarily go to my therapist for anything that's going on, um, on spiritually. I will tell him like if I'm having 
something going on that's really making me struggle, that it's maybe triggering my depression or my anxiety, I will mention to him, yes, this is going on. Yes, I have somebody I speak to about this already. Um, so I want you to be able to set up your life to where you have support. You have support for things. Um, uh, dealing with your shit is important. It helps you live a more fulfilling life or it helps me live a more fulfilling life anyway because the more I work through stuff, the better my life is getting. The more I'm understanding how I react to things and why um, and how to how to make myself understand um, how to stop, how to stop doing some of the unhealthy things that I do. Um, it, it's really life changing. I was talking to Brad yesterday and I said, for the like first time in my entire life, I have learned because of therapy and because that I, I did get on a depression medicine, I am able to stop myself from the obsessive thoughts that create my anxiety and depression. So what normally happens before I started trying to get better is that I would have a triggering event and that would make me irritated and then I would I would stress about it and that stress created tension within myself and all my relationships around me and then their feedback was probably to back off because I'm irritable <laughs> and then their backing off would send, would be another triggering event for me oh they're they don't care they're leaving me they're whatever um to which I would obsess upon and have anxiety about for, you know, how, however long it, it took to either think of something new to obsess about or for it all to blow up in my face. And now I notice that I can get triggered. And at first, I may just get really mad about something, you know, explode um, and then, you know, obsess t for a little bit. I want to say like 24, 48 hours, I might be like obsessed or having obsessed thoughts like what I mean by obsessed is like those thoughts that don't go away like we're gonna I'm gonna bring out some dirty laundry so if my husband doesn't call me and he's I know he's at work but my insecurities sometimes will get the best of me and I'm like is he at work is he at work is he really at work do I want to know if he's actually at work because if I know if he's not at work then I have I have confirmation of my paranoia so um, before I would just get really worried and it was all about the all it was was my insecurity something triggered me being insecure and then that will set off a snowball so before I would just shove it all down and then we'd have a huge fight in a week or so and the cycle would start over now I will just tell him I need you to call me um or I will call him and say, hey, I just needed to hear your voice because I was getting anxious and I feel insecure and I just needed to call you. And that stops it. Like I can take action. I can take um, relatively calm action towards those things as far as my husband goes. And that's that stops that whole cycle. So instead of having like seven days of feeling like shit and worrying and not saying anything, like I will have this thing happen. And then once I get done with that knee jerk thing and I'm I'm more self-aware now so I can see that obsessive thought happening I just call him I call him or I tell myself this is my anxiety talking this is my anxiety inviting depression and that is all it is and I will journal or I will write that statement down and when I write that statement down my anxiety is inviting depression 
I, I know that that's me being um, insecure and I quit. Like I stopped that, that pattern. So I hope that that can help somebody else. I hope just knowing that it's worth it. Like I've been doing this since January, right? Yeah. And actually I've been having the depression med since January and I think I've been in, in, in therapy since March maybe. Um, but it's worth it. Like I'm finally seeing some big benefits from it. Like I cried when I was telling Brad about it. I'm like, for the first time in my life, I don't have to obsess about something for days and weeks and months. I can recognize it and stop it when it, when it starts. For me, I have to give my anxiety and depression like own little per personas almost. Like I think about them as parts of myself that are also like little, in my head, this is so dumb, I shouldn't even be sharing this. In my head, they're little like smiley face cartoons and that's how I separate everything else out in my wackadoo brain is that, you know, in the, the, the depression and anxiety are a part of me but they also try to control me. So when I see them as something separate, I can work through it and I know, sounds dumb, but I wanted to share, <laughs> I wanted to share. Anywho, um, that's all I have about the crap that's going on right now. I don't know if you can hear that, but that's a fan on my laptop. It has been like revving up like crazy lately. My laptop is not getting hot, but the thing won't stop going, making this humming sound. So if you can hear that, I'm really sorry. Um, what do I have going on for you guys? What is today? Today is the 15th. Wow. Okay, so we have a Sabbath coming up. So I'll probably talk about that before then. Maybe just in the group live or something. Maybe have a guest on. I have some really cool guests lined up. I'm so excited for you guys uh, to hear the episodes that we have cooking. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So uh, check uh, check out the website if you are new and you haven't learned much about what I do on the podcast or kind of about me and what I do. You can read about that on witchywomanpodcast.com. I have a blog there. Um, I haven't read, bleh. I have not, I have not written in a while, so I need to, um, but you can check out the blog, you can check up a little bio of what I do, where I came from, where my education is, and what it's in, and then you can also hit click the sponsors page and read about all of our beautiful sponsors um, and what they do and what they can do for you. Each of them have a lot of cool things and some specials going on right now, so definitely check out what they have going on. Give their site some love, please. <laughs> Um, I guess that's all I have. Uh, yeah, I guess until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye.